Oscar madness has hit the media landscape, Thomas. And here we are. It just, just right on the cusp, the bleeding edge of coverage. We're, we're right there three days after the fact to deliver all of our, our hot takes and our, our, our opinions about this year's Oscar. Well, so Thomas, I, I've, I've, uh, I know that you shared my Oscar predictions on the I previous did. episode, um, and uh, mine were, were were correct for the most part. Uh, it, it it seems like um, there was a couple I I did have um, Stephanie Sue winning. Yeah. Um, look, I do I think that if I had like if it was purely on that movie, which person did better? Like was was the more like. Ah, yes, her w- would be Stephanie Sue. Also, fucking Jamie Lee Curtis has been doing it for a million billion years. Like she, she's she's put in the work. Like she, she yeah. Like it's it's. Do we talk about this? Is what I want. This is one of the main subjects I want to talk about right. because uh, Chris was like, "Oh yeah, hell man, like good for Jamie Lee. I'm happy for her." Oh, which I was happy too when they announced her. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, I fucking love it. Uh, and my brother Chris pointed out because this is the part where he kept, he had brought up that was his favorite to win this award mainly because he had said. Bro, like I've been watching Jamie Lee Curtis for fucking forty years. I've never I seen her like she this. Had one. Well, I thought not she even had that. One for some reason. He was like, it, he's like, it takes you a while sometimes when you have to, like, holy shit, that is Jamie Lee Curtis still, like, because it's it's yeah. such not it's not a character that she's ever played. She really disappears into that role. It's yeah. very well done. Now, like I said, for me personally, there were three people I would have accepted the award going to without throwing a fit. Now with Stephanie Sue, Angela Bassett, Jamie Lee Curtis. So I'm not yeah. mad that any of those three got it. But I do have a problem with all of Black Twitter and also extensively like just a lot of people trying to throw a fit. Like, first off, Angela Bassett does not have to be happy that she lost. That's okay. She can be like disappointed that she didn't get the award that she thought that she earned. That's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. She wasn't up here like, man, F this person. She was just like, not clapping for Jamie Lee Curtis when she won. That's fine. That's acceptable. But also, everybody out here talking about like, oh, Angela Bassett deserves it. This is racism, blah, blah, blah. This is only a nepotism award. First off, fuck all of you, because Jamie Lee Curtis did earn that award. She put in a fucking great performance in a great movie that people clearly wanted to reward her for. And if they also were adding in, oh, man, well, she does done stuff before this and that she shouldn't ever that she never got rewarded for let's also give her for this that's fine because that happens to every fucking person that exists do you think leonardo dicaprio should have won for the revenant no he should have won for the part of the wolf of wall street or you know half of the other things he did that's just how life works okay but to sit there and like try to tear down jamie lee curtis or say that she's terrible or this that and the other or it's rigged it's just not a fact it's just not how it works uh, so I need you to, you can be upset and say, like, I just personally think Angela should have won it and that she deserved it. That's, that's fine. People like my brother saying that like hot dog fingers won this award and that's fucking ridiculous. It has never deserved to be in the award because there's hot dog oh. fingers in this movie. You're absolutely wrong. Like Reggie, you can dislike the movie or feel like it's not as strong because that one part you thought was too absurd and it took away from it for you. Did but you give the, Did you take the opportunity to call him racist? at that point (laughs) (laughs) should have called them like species or whatever but it's like it's like dude you like it's like you were fine with raccoon cooey you were fine with you know all the other shit that's happening the rocks universe all this stuff but you're like the hot dog fingers is where i draw the line okay that that's fine yeah 
or all the people who are complaining about like this movie has butt plugs fighting sequences is like yeah. winning best picture it's this also is 2023 like, yes thank you <laughs> like like, like i so i i did not watch the oscars because why fucking why would i why would i do that um so i did not know about the whole the shenanigans until like i was on youtube and i was seeing like a lot of creators that i follow posting stuff about it and i was like what's happening wait what's i'm i'm con- there's something i'm missing here mm-hmm. um and like yeah i mean like it's it's I don't know. I think both, I mean, you know, both things are true that like, you know, people of color frequently get passed over for awards. And I also think that Jamie Lee Curtis fucking earned that. Like, not that like Angela Bassett didn't do a great job. I did not watch Wakanda forever because I have better things to do with my time. But like, it's just like, why? No, like, like, I don't know. Like, it feels odd to like. It's if, like, it was a, um, if this was a nothing movie, if it was like, if this was like, you know, like some some newcomer who like, like it was like, what th- I'd, I'd be right there with you. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Like, and on. I do, I want to say, I do think that was like, if there was anything that hurt Stephanie Hugh, it was purely down to like, this is her first thing that people pretty much saw her in. So I think that that they were, it's like very hard, I think, for most of the people when it's like your first big role to earn the Oscar. They're, they always want to, they're like, was it the role or was it you? Let's give it a, a little bit of time. And a lot of critics I've listened to also were like, there's no doubt that she'll be back, which better be fucking true. So Stephanie yeah. will have a chance to win in the future. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's, but to me, there are times when you don't have that guarantee. Look at um, Chadwick Bozeman. Everybody was so sure he was going to win it for James Brown for uh for last year like every year that he he, there was always a year i was like oh he's nominated but it's like oh he's too young there'll be time for him later on in life no there wasn't no there was not that just is what it is but i always think about it this way sometimes categories can have more than one deserving winner sometimes people can put like multiple people can put forward award worthy performances that deserve the oscar in the same year look at i look at 2007 slash 2008 as like the best example do you not think There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men should deserve to win Best yeah. Picture? They absolutely did. But only one of them could. That's just how it works. It's not a knock on the other movie. That's why I think as I've gotten older, like awards, they don't matter as much. People do need to take some stock of like real life. Awards are just to give a little bit of recognition. Like maybe you say, hey, like if you hadn't heard of this or seen this, maybe now it's come to your attention and it's worth seeing. But awards don't matter a lot of great movies that people watched from 30, 40 years ago didn't win awards, but they lasted the test of time. Same with books. Does every book that we read in school win a Pulitzer or was book of the year? No, it wasn't, but it's still a great yeah. book. And so I think people should understand that like, this is a certain group of people. This is no different than if unqualified observers sort of giving out awards and 95 years from now was the fucking biggest award in the world. Cause that's how it started. It was just a group of people putting out an awards. Like, it, yeah, you know, uh, but only other thing, two things I want to say about the actual awards and the ceremony. I was really happy for Brendan Fraser. I, I just yeah. I've loved him forever. So I'm not like I thought Colin was going to win it. But at the same time, when Brendan, I was so happy. My mom even was like, isn't that the guy you used to love when you were like 12? I was like, yes, that's exactly who that if, is. If Brendan Fraser had not won this, I would have been so fucking furious. Like I would have been like I like I get it. I'll I'll divulge my feelings about the the movie that we're talking about here shortly. 
Colin Farrell's, you know, he's he's great. Um, but like, come on, like you can't you can't not like in the fact that that Brendan Fraser and Kehi Kwan like both won it and like yeah that that's like yeah man, yeah I was uh, I was very happy for him and so I'm like you know regardless of the movie itself you can separate if a movie's good versus a performance is yeah. good, you know, like that's, yeah, we're not, not here to talk about the whale, but, uh... but the other thing I, I really want to talk about that as I've gotten older has really started to bug me more and more every year. I would like, cause the Oscars keep talking about, we have to make this shorter. We need to make sure this is shorter. So we're going to literally cut off people that we just gave awards to. So they can't thank their families or their people. Like, one person says something, the other person, I want to thank my mom. No, you're cutting them off. There's music. Like, 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 then tell the people, hey, no matter what it is, if you win this award, one person gets to talk, period. So that way they can have that one person say all the thanks for everybody or something then. Or you can delineate it down. Don't stop doing that. Because what you're doing instead to me is you're wasting my time by giving me, me and everybody else 30 minutes of song performances for a movie award show that nobody cares about. I do not. I love the songs that they play. I don't care about you playing them in the middle of a ceremony every time for five minutes for each song. Who cares? Stop wasting my time. Now yeah, it's 30 that's 30 extra minutes. That's also, not what we're there for. Unless Billy Crystal is going to go back in time and come back out as a 40 and 50 year old Billy Crystal, stop having hosts in the Oscars. I'm sick of it. You're wasting my time. Just have the lady. Oh, welcome back to the Oscars. Coming up to present the next award. Please welcome Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta. And yeah. then have them come out and present the award. Stop wasting my time. It's nothing personal against Jimmy Kimmel or any of the other hosts. It's just that you do not need to exist or be there. I don't need your monologue. I don't need your interacting. Like, oh, I'm going to cut in. And try to there's always jokes. drama around, like, the, whatever the host is now, there's always, like, some drama around it. And, like, there's no there's no need. And, like, along with, like, the, the cutting down time, that doesn't even mention all the people who win Oscars and you do not fucking see it because it's in, like, a separate... Samuel L. Jackson won an Oscar that you didn't see like yeah. la last year like like to a room like to some like like conference room he won a, like like you've got denzel washington there losing his mind and that's what happened it was samuel yeah. l jackson it's like, like you guys like i get it because some of the stuff they're like okay well we have like the the tech awards which most people won't know these people or know what these things are so it's like okay yeah give out you know best boom or something and a tech awards you don't have to put on tv that's fine but they always show, like you said, they always have like the governor's ball and they give out like honorary Oscars for like three or four big fucking people in the industry that deserve it and should get one. And they're like, we're going to delineate this all into 30 second montage. Like when we come back from a commercial on the main ceremony, like why people want to see yeah. those people, they want to celebrate them. They want to hear their speeches. And that's my thing. It's like you're choosing to elongate Jimmy Kimmel talking or saying stuff. And cut off the people that actually won these awards or earned this stuff or put it in these things. That's just completely asinine yeah, to me. I'm, I'm, it's like, and they wonder, oh, why are our numbers always going down? It's like, these are the reasons. If you just had a show with no hosts, no songs, and just the awards and the presenters and the speeches, it would probably go back up. People are sick of wasting time on all of this. Also, Disney, I'm disgusted with you. You, you know that the Oscars are supposed to be for the entirety of film, not for you to bring out Melissa McCarthy and the girl that's playing uh, Ariel so that they can premiere a new Disney fucking trailer for a movie in the middle of the Oscars. It's also a waste of my time. I don't care. You're not. You're supposed to be representing every movie studio. Did y'all have a section where A24 came out and their presenters got to pre preview a new movie? How about WB? How about Paramount? 
out like no so then you don't get to do that either disney i don't care that you own abc like this is it's just fucking ridiculous like i it's i watched it with my family because we always have since i was a child and i'm always there on sundays for dinner anyway but like it's getting to the point where it's just like i don't really give a fuck about watching this anymore i'm gonna turn to kill him and just be on my phone checking twitter for who wins I mean, that's that's the thing is like, so for me, uh, speaking as somebody who for the Oscars for me is a list that I read one morning once a year to see what happened. That's what the Oscars is for me. And I enjoy my experience of that. Um, I think that probably <clears throat> the reason that we're we're getting the format shift is that they likely have data that suggests that people tune in the most during the the bits with the host which makes sense honestly like it, it, it's you know people that don't like i can see like vast swaths of of you know the population kind of tuning out when there's just awards as opposed to like oh it's the funny man like it, it's not good but like i get what they're doing there but they're they're catering to the lowest common denominator um okay but, well uh, if that's yeah. the case though kel um last time i checked the oscars was an award show it's not fucking entertainment take yeah. the whole thing off of tv put it on streaming and then the film people that want to watch it can watch it and the people that don't don't know well, because they have they have to there's advertising dollars that are there Oh, I understand what you're saying, but what yeah. I'm saying is, what's the better alternative? To literally keep plummeting down? Like, if you look back 10, 20 years ago, you know, 20, 30 million people watched the Oscars. Now it's down, like, in the teens. Eventually, yeah. it's literally going to be in single digits, so they're just going to keep, like, burying it until it's just dead and they have nothing? That, yes. That's the only other that, alternative. Th yes, that is what's going to happen. That is exactly what's going to happen. That's what all of these are. Like, like the, there's no that that is what it will be. No, no one's going to bow out gracefully. Are you kidding me? That's not how these yeah. things work. Well, speaking of, I guess not bowing out gracefully. Let's talk yeah. about the movie that we came here to discuss. Yeah, and it's Banshees of Inisherin. And, and if you watch this movie, it's sad. We all know. Like, I don't know if there's there. Genuinely, don't even know if there's a moment of like happiness. No, or there's no, there's no, there's no good things that happen in this film. Um, you know, there are things that that approach kind of like a, like a dark, twisted kind of like not like like laughing from nervousness more than mm -hmm. like laughing. Um, but like, man, okay, so I, 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 have I a couple thoughts. Yeah, I do, go ahead. I don't know, I'm sure you do, but I, for me, I don't know about you. Second, this movie started up, I got very melancholy because like five or 10 minutes in, I was like, am I watching like an alternate reality version of my life? Like if things just played out slightly differently, because I swear to you, also Colin Farrell's name, you don't know that his name, uh, it, like until like probably halfway through the movie, nobody directly yeah. addresses him. So I, I'm just like, who knows? But it's ironic that his best friend's name is Callum, which is supposed to be Callum's real name if like his dad didn't mess up on well, the well, birth certificate. He, Brendan Gleeson's character's name is Colm. My name was supposed to, was going to be Callum. But, oh, see, uh, I but, thought they were saying with their Irish as fuck accent. I didn't watch this with subtitles. Yeah. I just listened to the Irish. So I thought they were saying Callum, like K C A L L U M. No, but, but it, is it's it, Colm. Colm. Okay, but either yeah. way, uh, yeah. I was just like, wow. I was like, what would this be like if like never moved, and we spent forty or fifty years hanging out like every fucking day, and then one day Kel was just like, you know what? We're not. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I decided I don't like you. I was like. Trying to figure out, I was like, now first, there's some. This is a movie, so I feel like there are some yeah. drastic measures taken that are not going to be taken in polite society. But at the same right. time, I'm just like, it's, I understand everybody's motivations. I mean, like literally everybody's motivations in this movie, and you yeah. just like wish somehow you could like 
get them each other to understand everybody's motivations because the whole time I'm just like, I, 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 yeah, like I feel like I feel like the barkeeper or like the other dude just sitting there is kind of just like, uh, yeah, like I'm yeah. I can't. There's nothing I can do about this, but at the same time, like I don't. Yeah, the, that that is that is how I I I I sympathize with that as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, but yeah. So basically, I I would say that to me that's like the easiest interpretation of it is like, what like the story of two lifelong friends that one decides doesn't want to be friends anymore, and like just that relationship. Obviously, there's more going on, but it took me a while too until they said something because the whole time I was like, aren't they? in ireland and i kept being like and they're like no we're on the island off the coast of ireland and i was like yeah, yeah. okay that makes more sense because i the whole time i was tripping out like hold on some of the, something doesn't feel right exactly but i'm not I mean, this is from there this is straight up like this is small town shitty like like nothing going on in ireland like this is like nailed it like boom uh i mean 100%. i wasn't there in the 20s but yes that that's... but it, it definitely feels so authentic and i mean this is literally like yeah. rural Illinois where my family lives to be honest with you right now currently so I'm you know it just they yeah. have cars but it's the same concept right and yeah I mean I, I don't know how, where to start with it or how to start with it I guess I'll you know it opens with uh, what's Colin Sparrow's name it's like I had like, like uh, Paul something Podrick yeah Podrick yeah yeah yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. It, and uh yeah it's to me though. I, I I don't know. I I haven't felt this much like empathy. I don't know if that's the right terminology. You know, it's not like pity or, but it's like no, you 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 feel for him through this. And I mean, that's like so. There's not a lot that happens in this movie. Truth be told, like there there is, and like that is one thing that like I will almost like. Uh, was kind of something that I found myself grappling with through this movie. As it, it's like, what, what is any of this? Like, it's good. Is this is one of those movies that I got to the end of it, and I was like, this was, this was undeniably good. I don't know that I liked it. Like, it, it was like, it was like, right. I, it's what, like, what was anything? Like, I get it. Like, I fully understand. Like, there is, there's like a, a, like, there's a, a, a an Irish Civil War allegory buried in there as well um, that that I don't have the the energy to really like dissect and really explore for myself. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like it's yeah. I went into this not really having an idea of what this was. Like, I really didn't. I knew that it was like uh, it's one of those those you know sad Irish movies like The Secret of Roninish or like something like that. Um, and uh yeah i did not expect to see brennan gleason throwing a fistful of fingers at a door yeah like it, it, it's this is it's I almost think... like it, it's the same similar it's at the same time it's like very surreal and mm -hmm. mundane like there are there are elements of that that like are, are going back and forth like you have the the character that is i guess supposed to be a banshee is the 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 not so subtle implication there um and then you've got like all this shit you got fucking brennan Lee. also this man never does anything for his finger stumps no like, that bothered all. me the whole time like he at one but... point is playing like he's at the the session and he's just slinging blood everywhere and everyone's like it's fine and he's not bleeding anymore like what did he do what did he do to it like there's nothing i think 
the movie itself to me was playing out more as just like I'm I'm not knowledgeable enough to know about like you said about the <laughs> Irish Civil War things going on deep within there and such. But to me, it just was playing out in terms of depicting more or less just the state of depression and despair amongst a like yeah. group of people. But primarily, in my opinion, poor people. <laughs> it's just, it's a slice of life that uh, yeah. just that slice is very sad. Like it, exactly. it's like this is this is what like small town is that like you know you and I mean that that thing is like it this is like a thing that happens. You know, you're you're in a very small town, you know, especially like this, you know like eight people and like you've got one friend that you've been hanging out with for fucking 20 years and then that dude decides actually no. Like there's not it's not like that you're like I'm gonna go find like a different group of people to hang out with or like I'm gonna hang out with like uh, some folks that I, I'm gonna reconnect with some people. There's no one like there's no yeah. and like there's no that's the whole thing that's it like yeah that's... but I feel like really though realistically Podrick, Colm, uh, Siobhan, and Dominic are all suffering from like horrendous depression yeah. and you see four different methodologies and pathways to take to deal with that in my opinion throughout the movie you have mm, yeah in my opinion one healthy way and three varying degrees of not the best choices to make. yeah yeah you've got you've got siobhan who's doing it like the 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 closest to a healthy way you've exactly, got, uh, exactly. Patrick, who, who's like in just denial uh yes you've got calm who I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how to like quantify exactly what he's doing, but I it, think it doesn't seem. I think he's trying to take drastic measures to change his position or like his status in life currently. He thinks that like by drastically changing external factors, it can change his internal. I think that when you get the stuff with them talking and doing confession. Yeah. That when Colm's talking about like, oh, is the despair gone? He's like, actually, it's not as bad lately when he like has changed his group and he's hanging out with the musicians doing everything. And then the yeah. second, you know, Padre just coming back and shit, he's like, all right, um, all right, it's back a little bit. All this, I think that's what he's trying to do. But also like in a very, again, like just completely drastic, as far out as you can go to like force change on others that like, and other things too. And then you have Dominic who... I just I feel so so sorry for Dominic and we'll get yeah he's having a his time. whole story but he's just the worst and is trying so hard to make the best of his life and but we'll get into Dominic uh yeah. so I guess to me the best way to look at it is like just discovering or just talking about their stages as of their depression and what they're trying to do as we get through the mm -hmm. movie so it opens up like you say that you know uh Padre's just going about like walking through his day which you can tell is very mundane and boring and simplistic. And the yeah. fact that like every single person. PM. Yes. And the fact that I was like, there's, you don't see a person work in this whole, I guess technically they milk the cow and stuff like that and sell the milk. And that's how they make their, I guess, that but can't like, be enough. Like I was thinking that enough. I'm like, even in 1923, well, like there's I mean, like, well, no way. They definitely it's you, you've got to think that like eight, that house was paid for eight generations ago or like built yes. it. Like, that there's not like uh, I don't know. Nobody don't looks well, well off in this whole town, so I yeah. I guess maybe. But, but it's not like that. There's like 
it's not like that there that there is like things that people don't have access to because they're not well it's not like that it's like oh i wish i could go and do this thing on the island it's like no this is how everything is there's yeah. no there, you have no money and you don't need money the most entertainment dominic stumbles across for the week is a stick with a hook on the end i don't know yep. what it's for but it's got a hook yeah, on that's, there that's that's dour. And, but the fact that every person in town knows what your whole routine is like everyone's like yeah. why aren't you at the pub right now what why aren't you at the pub why why isn't Colm with you why aren't you at the pub he's like i don't know when like yeah he goes to, he goes to his best friend's house like literally I, I feel like me and kellum are hanging out yeah. on thursday and then on friday i go knock on kellum's door and doesn't answer okay look in the window hey kell what's up like i see you clearly sitting there smoking a pipe what are you doing just full-on ignore me okay i'm just gonna walk on to the bar then and why the bar every single hey, where's kell Where's Kel? Why aren't Why aren't you with Kel? Yeah, and it's like yeah. I don't know, but you're always with Kel, so I don't. That doesn't make sense. Um, are y'all having a fight? I love to like. I was like, are you rowing? Like you rowing? I don't think we're rowing. We're rowing. We're I was like, I was like, first off, we gotta bring that back. Let's get row back in our yeah, American yeah. lexicon. You know, right, like yeah. you know, it's more of an argument, but less than like a full on yeah. blood feud. You know, we, let's Honor bring that back. Roots. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's like, so he's purely dumbfounded and then i can't i think he goes back to go see what's up and then you know colm just leaves and so he's yeah. like all right i'll follow you and he's at the fucking bar having a drink chatting with everybody he's like what the fuck's up dude did i like fucking say something that i you know whatever and so like you say this is when brendan gleason's kind of like no i just decided i don't like you anymore so well he starts like, off being like sit somewhere like it's it'd be one thing it is he, weird like, you're right yeah like if he like was like look i gotta talk to you this is like it would still be like shitty, but like at least it wouldn't be like, why don't you understand what I'm doing? Which that's crazy. Um, that like, like that's of course this person's confused. Um, but like, yeah, it's here's the thing. I don't think that other than the fact that this is wild, like the issue with what Calm is doing is that podrick just will not fucking take a hand that's the that's the thing that's bad about it it's not that yeah. like anything like shit's working out well for him and like all that stuff it's just that like that that it's all of this stuff here that that's the source of uh it's of so all of it. essentially the whole issue because like this happens then it's, yeah, he's like leave me alone sit somewhere else he's like what are you talking about dude like blah blah, blah. so he just gets up you know coleman just gets up and walks off and goes sits by himself or whatever just yeah. like i don't know what the fuck's going on i, I should much apologize i don't know that's when coleman's like look dude i just decided that i don't like you anymore and he's like that's you can't just decide that right you liked me yesterday he's like yeah i did like you yesterday he's like but you he's don't like me today. he's like did i is, is oh yeah did saying. i yeah and so uh of course though ironically which this part i do i was like you're in full denial Padre, but i i do grant you he does go to like change the date and he's like, oh shit, yesterday was April 1st. He's like, this dude pulled like the most horrible, mean spirited April Fool's yeah. joke ever. But that's like, because in theory, he's like, uh, oh, oh, okay, okay, that, yep, that explains it. That's yeah. fine. Big jokester, prank master, Colm. No, I don't like, I don't buy that this guy's a lovable little scamp going around Colm Darty. Like, like yeah. no, it doesn't I don't, seem I don't like think it. So. And so, uh, but basically at that point, Colm's just like, look, I've decided that I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I don't want you to talk to me. I want you to leave me alone. You talk to me about nothing. You give me nothing in life. You achieve nothing. 
you're boring, you're dull, we don't do shit, like, literally, and it's the point where it's like, you spent two hours talking about the shit that came out of your donkey the other day, and he's like, stop being rude, okay? First off, we can talk about other things. If that, but like, hold on, how did you talk to somebody yeah. about the shit? Yeah, it was, his, it was the pony, so he wasn't even listening. But exactly, yeah. but it's like, yeah. either way, it's like, come on. Yeah, that, but I, that's so, like that's a lot. Like you could have what I was like, calm also like you had you had opportunities to be like, man, you gotta find something more interesting to talk about. Like there, there's there's you could have you could have done you could have made other choices here. Hear me out. This is where I like my biggest my part where it starts coming in. So essentially, obviously, Padre's been greatly depressed, and just it's so commonplace and natural that. He doesn't even recognize or realize that that's what's happening, that he is depressed or that he is. And yes, it's yeah. happening. Whereas Colm has been horrendously depressed and miserable for clearly years. But instead of doing the logical thing or the smart thing like me or you would do and say like, hey, bro, um, you kind of bore the fuck out of me always. And I don't really feel like you talk about anything that matters. Let me talk about things that matter and see if you can participate in that conversation or, you know, just tell you to your face, hey, man, let, let's talk about different things. Yeah. So that way, you know, but he's like, so, he, but instead of doing that, like you said, he just deals with it and complains about it for years, I guess, to other people. And then finally decides, like, I'm just going to cut off this dude that bores me. And I'm trying to essentially has like a midlife crisis sort of like, what legacy am I going to leave behind? Like, I have no family, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I got to leave also, music behind. How are you going to effectively cut some like same thing of of like him like of of Podrick having to deal with like this dude not wanting to like hang out with him and then like there's one place to hang out in the whole fucking island and there's like eight people. How are you going to cut off effectively cut off a dude that lives us like eight and a half minutes away from you if you like crawled like yeah. there's no you can't it, to me it's, what would make more logical sense in terms of if we're going to actually have Colm trying to is just. Colm needs to say, like, hey, dude, I really want to spend more time focusing on my music and writing music and creating things. So I am going to be spending time with these musicians and doing these things and less time talking to you. So I just don't want to go to the pub with you and drink and chat. I want to focus on my music. And if I go to the pub, I want to play my music. And then he, you know, even that, Patrick could have started being like, okay, like he could have understood some of Patrick those things. Would have listened. No, no, no. I think he would have started to hang out with him and stuff. But I'm saying I think he would have also slowly giving him more space on things because even like i not today i can't hang out with you every day i'm trying to do this music stuff or i'm doing these things that might have led to better choices even though it probably wouldn't have that's not how the movie goes yeah so Podrick doesn't seem to be able to take any kind of hint no matter what yeah so like, Podrick basically is uh it goes back home and complains to his sister uh siobhan that you know colin doesn't want to be his friend anymore so she just full-on gets up storms after colm and i love this you know <laughs> where she's just like, why aren't you friends with the- you guys just stop being friends with the fella? He's like, why not? Because it's not nice. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's not nice. He's like, okay, whatever. But you know, she yeah. kind of like, it's like, well, why? It's like, well, he's yeah. dull. Well, he's, he's always dull. been dull. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's not an excuse. It's always been the case. So what next? Yeah. You know, but that doesn't work. So then, Patrick's like, all right, pastor or father, whatever you refer to him as. Hey, yeah. um, can you do me a solid and talk to Colm about why he's not my friend anymore? And so he does, and Colm's like, dude, I'm not. And then there's a whole... Why did the priest say yes to that, too? Like, I don't... Be like, I'm not getting involved. Exactly, but I can you, you know, but then they have a whole, uh, you know, horrendous, like, gay panic brouhaha between themselves. Yeah. And I'm just like, we didn't need this part, but okay. Uh, but then, so this leads Colm to the decision that, hey, 
this is the last time I'm ever going to talk to you. If you talk to me again after this, I'm going to start cutting off my fingers. Every time that you come and talk to me, I'm going to cut off a finger until I have none left and you get the fucking message. I was like, is the threat or I have no fingers. Now I have to just talk to you because I can't do anything else with my days. I don't know what. This is the part that like. I'm sure that there is some sort of like metaphor here that I'm missing because like and we delve in this when like Siobhan like goes and talks to him and he's like uh, like okay like after he he throws the first one he's like all right next time it's gonna be all four it's like well that you're not really gonna be able to play music very well are you like now you're getting it like is it it is it as simple as he is trying to be like, like, look, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do music. If you don't stop, I'm not going to be able to do music. Or is there like some like that doesn't feel like accurate. To me, it feels the, like there's supposed to be some weird convoluted thing that I'm. The missing. closest thing I can think of is that he is trying to imply that it will be your fault that my love or dream is gone. And it's like, no, you cut your fingers off. It's still your fault. Like, regardless of anything that happens, like you can't, I couldn't be like, Hey, Kel, if you continue breathing, I'm just going to start cutting off fingers. And then it's your responsible for whatever happens. That doesn't make sense. Now. Uh, it's at this point that everybody in town, because they all clearly know the what's up. They, like, it was in the bar in front of like 30 people. For like eight people and there so everybody in town knows what this is and not the bartender and everybody else is like hey uh Podrick, he was clearly crazy and serious so leave him alone like i would not yeah. mess around with this at all anymore like and so at this point i'd like to point out i'd like to bring in our other two members and we can just talk about them a little bit because then they'll start interacting throughout the rest of the story uh so let's talk about siobhan's life consists of having to do you know you know sexism and misogyny so having to do all the things that like she's supposed to do around the house and then she has to she just reads basically because yeah, there's nothing else reads. to do. She just reads. So clearly this is why her life is she's depressed and her life's unfulfilled because she wants more in life. And that's not possible in a town of 12 people. So, you know, she dreams of bigger things. Well, later on, there'll be more to do with that as well. But I think that she her healthy way of dealing with things is to try to, like, confront them and then change them in a good way and, like, improve or like yeah you know more or less like the avenues that she has available to her. She, she's taking uh, action where she can exactly whereas my person that i think is the banshee of in sharing personally dominic i feel so bad for this person so dominic is the son of the only cop on the island yeah uh and he's not the brightest person. You he's know, got some stuff going on. He's, he's like, definitely he's definitely got 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 some. Got I would just say on. it seems like he's very uneducated. Just like yeah. I didn't see it at school. You know, like he clearly doesn't speak. There's or... there's a developmental issue there as yes. well. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of some kind, of some kind. Yeah. But like he's still, but it's still very functioning. Still like clear, yeah. like can. Yeah, yeah, he has everything you know. with him. But uh, so at this point, though, oh wait, uh, Dominic, I he's think also a major creep. He's also a major, major creep. But I think that might also partly be to do with the developmental thing uh, going on. I don't know. I don't know Because this is what I imagine. This is this is what I'm thinking. Like, he understands, like, in theory, the steps or the things that are supposed to happen. Like, you get married, you fall in love, you have sex, do all these things. And so he's, like, trying to do those things. But he's not, obviously, good at them or doing them. And he's very creepy in general. So, like, now it's to the point where it's, like, like very uh, like uh, I, yeah, I don't know but like yeah. to me it's like I, I look at it as like he because like in 
further scenes, like Dominic, I think sees that he's like, is trying to find love, somebody to love him, to treat him well, to be nice to him, to, and that's what I think he's looking for. And he's very creepy about it because he doesn't understand social norms or cues to the best extent. And uh, when Colm does not does not want to be Podrick anymore, Podrick basically is like, all right, fine. I guess I'll just be friends with Dominic because that's the only option I have available to me. Man. And uh, it doesn't go very well because Dominic and Podrick steal some booze from his dad, from Dominic's dad. Yeah. And I like how he's like, oh, I thought you weren't going to. I'm surprised you wanted to do this. I thought you were going to get in trouble. And he's like, oh, no, I'm a thousand percent going to get in trouble. But, you know, like, fuck it. Let's have fun. And I'd have been like, hold on. A good person would have been like, "Hey, bro, we didn't have we did not have to do this if you're yeah. in trouble. Like, go put this back. Like, I don't want you to be yeah. having any issues or like we're gonna. You are you are doing something that's gonna get you beat to drink pachin, which is going to make you go blind because it's not like a pachin that you get now where it's like ah oh, like like our moonshine that comes like like old smoky in the in the jar that you buy at the store. That's something that someone just made out there, and it's like ah well okay." This, this is it now. The fact yeah. that they were drinking as much as they were seems like the most unrealistic shit I've ever seen in my entire life. But, may, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just how it was. But they're like, Irish. And they about where they live and they're what they have going on. I've seen Irish folks drink pachin and it's like it, it is it is not a it's not a thing that, that like it that, 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 that you just like, oh, we'll drink a bottle of this together. <laughs> but who knows? Uh, but yeah, exactly. But yeah, Dominic is just treated very poorly horrendously and then yeah, it's about time <clears throat> uh they get shit-faced and for one podrick decides because he's hammered that he's gonna uh yell and cuss out colm basically and tell him what's for and this that and the other but it doesn't go very well no, and then we cut time. to you know that's it's sunday so now everybody has to go to church because that's not a question that's a requirement and yeah, you just you see Dominic, and it looks like Dominic. Honestly, Dominic could have been a normal human being and gotten brain damage from the severe beatings that he's instilled. Because the way that this beating was like, oh, what did he? What did your dad beat you with? And he's like, that. Oh, the that, kettle. That happened before him yelling at. Uh, I think you're right. I think that was right yeah. before. Yes, because he mentioned yeah. he, he when he's yelling because he's yelling at Peter and um and Colm, and he like mentions. Like a, oh yeah 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 you're right you're right about after him, yeah. Dominic's dad fucking like beats the shit out of him outside the post office yes so yeah uh but yeah so basically yes okay so I remember what the conversation was prior to that one but yeah so Dominic though they go to church and Dominic yeah has gotten the absolute shit beat out of him with a fucking tea kettle and he's like I wouldn't have minded except for the spout and it's like oh dude like man like that's even like worse like come on. That's just yeah. atrocious. Like, so Padre feels bad. So he's like, all right, you can come stay with us for one night so you can like avoid your father and stuff. And I did the thing I forgot to mention though, that I think that, that when we get to the dinner scene is very, I, I just, I really like my heart broke for Padre in a sense, because he's like talking to his sister and he's like, well, why, you know, does ever, does everybody in town think I'm stupid? Does everybody in town think I'm boring and like, dull and dumb. she's like no dude like everything's you're nice like chill like drop it he's like well do you think i'm she's like i think you're nice like leave it alone he's like well because we all we all know dominic is is the one that's like the not smart one and she's like yes it's dominic we everybody like, in town and he's like who's yeah. second and she's like 
let's not talk about this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then at dinner, when Dominic is being very, yeah. very loose with his conversation, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? And he's like, he's just asking Sharon, basically, Sharon, hey, were you ever wild? Did you ever not have a freaky side? Why aren't you married? What's going on with you? Like, how's, and it's like, yeah. in his mind, what he's trying to do is flirt. But what he's actually doing is being a huge dickhead. And, yeah. you know, and, and she's like, did my brother not tell you if you did any of this kind of shit that we were going to kick you out? And he's like, yeah, he just told me I couldn't be creepy. She's like, well, you're not. It's like somebody's like, it's like, you're allowed to be crazy. He's like, well, he just told me I couldn't be creepy. It's like, no, well, you're creepy and crazy. Get out of my house. But uh, he's like touche. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Sorry? He's like touche. Yeah. And yeah, when Paul's just like, what is that? And he's like, touche. I mean, it's from France. Like it's French. And he's like, oh, and that moment when Podrick realizes that he's like, oh, I'm. Dominic the dumbest person. Yeah, Dominic yeah. is smarter than I am and knows more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks at his sister and she looks at him and it's like that. Uh, uh, you're just like, fuck, dude. Like, that's, it's like, yeah, that was so brutal. And you're right. Cause then that's when uh, that happens in the scene at church. So he goes to sell the milk to get money. And yeah, has just basically the cop shows up and starts talking shit. So he's like, yeah, well, you know, the cop like beats his son and does all this stuff. And every town's like, that's not new. Who the fuck cares? I don't care that he beats up his mentally challenged son. Like, this is 1923. Yeah. Do you think I give a fuck? And it's like, wow. But then, yeah, you said that the cop just beats the shit out of him in, like, the middle of town square. And it's like, what? What do you... Like, I, in my head, genuinely, I was like, I would just kill that cop. Who's there to enforce any law or do anything? Like, everybody just saw this man attack me. I'll just murder him while he's passed out drunk in his house again in his boxers. And then not have to worry about it because I don't understand. Well, I would imagine that it's like if there is like some sort of like body that he that 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 Peter like 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 reports to that like would come investigate that. Whereas if he killed uh, uh, Podrick, nothing would happen. But oh, I if, agree with if, that yeah. statement. But I'm just I'm just saying, but like, yeah. like you say, Kel. So if I kill the cop and then like throw his body, I don't know, like in the lake or bury him or do whatever I want on this island. Yeah, there's no forensic evidence that's gonna come exactly. Uh, the, the, the new cop shows up and he's gonna be like, "What happened to him?" And I'm pretty sure he's like, uh, "Who the fuck knows? He disappeared." And he'd be like, I'm, oh. like "I'm the nice guy in town." It definitely wasn't me. <laughs> Literally. And it's 1923. So he'd be like, you're right. It's not you. It's probably that black guy over there. So, you know, yeah. it's just genuinely like not. a, But uh, you're right. So they're that's, now that's everybody's wildly unrealistic. They would not allow a black guy over there. That, that I agree with like, you, but I don't have I don't know the term for their <laughs> yeah, like, right, whatever right. version they'd have over there. Yeah. The. Uh, main thing, though, is like you said, so. <laughs> We get to the part where Podrick does get drunk as shit, like you say, and kind of cuss out Coleman, uh, the cop. And Coleman's like, tells everybody in the bar, oh, I think I like him again. Like, that was the most he's been, most interesting he's been forever, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So everybody tells this to Podrick, and Podrick's like, oh, okay. Well, Dom, so Dominic have... tells it to him. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, but he, anybody else could have too. There were clearly like, the whole town was present. And I, I don't uh, think anyone in town wants to talk to to Pod. Like I don't. Th I think it feels that, that way that everybody like, accepts the, uh, the, the old lady. That I get is that like um, once Calm decides 
nah, I'm not going to do it. The whole town is like, yeah, we are also not going to. Yeah, it seems weird. Like they're all like, oh, there must be a reason why you yeah. feel this way then. Uh, except for like the barkeep and some other people, like, they still talk to him and still do stuff. But like, it's not well, to the same fair, sense. Podrick is being weird. Like he's it's... being like incredibly strange the whole time. And like, like really not like just being cool and chill and like taking a hint. Like I yeah, think if like, he were, maybe it'd be fine. I think you're right. I think if Pod had like, or some, let's hell. Okay, after this time, okay, that we're about to talk about, when Colm talks, or when Padre comes to talk to him, and Colm just, like, they finish their conversation, and he walks up, and then, like, goes, Padre goes back home, chilling with his sister, hears a thump on the door, it's like, what the fuck is that? Opens the door, it's like, oh, shit, it's his index finger. This motherfucker really was serious and cut his whole ass fucking, like, forefinger off. Like, not even the pinky. In my head, I was like, he'll start with the pinky and work his way up. Or no. He didn't. And like you say, just did no nothing. I'm like, this man is dead because infection, like the fever, all he didn't even cauterize the wound or stop the bleeding or wrap it up before he went to throw the finger now, at was, the door. What was it? I don't think it was it was the bar that was the thing that got him to cut the first finger off. I've been trying to remember this. Because no, so I it was after that. So he had that thing at the bar where he came and yelled at them. He didn't cut his finger off for that. But when Dominic said, Hey, he said that he uh likes you. No, that's again, when he cut all four off. That that oh, are you he, sure he that goes was the and he sits one? down and he like talks to him and like like he's like oh so I'll go to the bar with you so we'll go to the pub tomorrow no because he cuts all four off after uh he kick yeah he kicks the door in but that's uh, that's and... when he go that's when he goes he kicks the door in because Dominic oh him okay then I think you're right I think it was when after the so after the cop uh, uh beats the shit out of them uh for for the weirdest reason ever it's like Cole you said that you don't want anything to do with this man so you're like let me go pick him up off the ground. Put him in the carriage, ride his carriage back towards his house and just stop off to get into my house. It's like so then after that happened was when he went and talked to him the first time and he cut his finger off. Because he was oh, like, yeah, like he, oh, thanks. He went to like try for... and like like chat with him or, or say something yeah. like, like on on the on the beach to him or something like that. Yes. Okay. And so he was like that one happened. But then yeah, so then he drops basically now this man has no fingers. But after the first finger gets cut off, take the hint. Like yeah. it it's not that hard to be like, okay, let me this dude's clearly crazy, but also, like you say, why is the rest of the town not like, hey man, this dude cut his fucking finger off? What is what's up with that? Everyone's like, I mean, oh they, no, they do all seem like weirded out, but but yeah, I mean, it's like Podrick is in such denial because it, it's like, oh well, he was just doing this so that I would like learn a lesson or what? Like, no, no, he cut one of his fingers off. There is no person on this planet that I am interested enough in teaching a lesson to that I would cut one of my digis off and toss it at their front door. Like, that, like absolutely not. And so he like, yeah, he goes in and was like, just trying to chat with him. Like, oh, so, you know, like, how's the music going? Like that. And like, at the end, he's just like, oh, everything's fine. And like, Holmes like, yeah, yeah, I'll see you at the bar tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. Neato. Neat, neat, neat. Like the dog tries to take the 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 shit. I know that was fucking drive. hilarious. That was the only. I was like, yeah, dark humor, and the dog was no, no, yeah. I was like, but, but yeah, like Calm is walking. So there is no you. There are art. There's like veins in your fingers. He'd be bleeding out. Like there's, literally, there's no like he he. You see him bleeding a little bit, but like, which is to say that he did not cauterize it. Exactly. If, if he's bleeding at all, he didn't. And also, when he's at the bar, and like everyone looks uncomfortable that he is like just there kind of like jabbing with his fiddle and swinging his stump all over the place like throwing blood and people are like 
oh shit <laughs> this is this is a weird there's a weird energy in the studio this evening yeah it's like um, this is this yeah. man sh should be dead like a hundred percent dead dead yeah. dead as can be yeah. now but then 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 the, hold uh, on before we get to this part yeah. the sad part i want to just kind of catch everybody up with the other things that are transpiring so yeah. siobhan has gotten a job offer to live a life and leave the island so she's debating whether or not she wants to accept that or not and where to go with that and poor dominic so because of the comments and the actions of quadric the cop has it out for him and the cop's like oh, oh i'm beating i'm gonna beat him i'm gonna beat his ass and then you know he's like oh hey man by the way while we're in front of everybody at the pub i'm gonna tell him that you fuck your son when you're not drunk as shit at home yeah. uh and all this stuff and it's like hey man look do you, who else who's here to save you you told everybody beats his son they didn't care and now you're gonna tell everybody that he has yeah. sex with his son and you're this it's is, like this is going bad yeah this is not this is not this is not well this is not going well and poor and poor dominic was like daddy i didn't tell him that he's just he's just drunk i didn't say anything about that i was like oh stop like, it oh dominic you fucking like, like you're not, oh, helping, oh. not helping dominic yeah and so dominic yeah. basically is just trying to be like hey um yeah, my dad's gonna kill you. Just so you know. Uh, well, he 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 tells he tells like, he's just like, he's like I think he's just gonna beat you up really bad. He's like, but I mean, he has killed somebody before, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent to be honest. Yeah. And then and then this old lady, Mrs. McCormick, I don't know, yeah, McCormick, yes, yeah. just death incarnated. It's like walking around here and just like put like just putting horrible shit out there. Like, hey, you know, somebody at least one person's dying on the island before the end yeah. of the month. Two two people will die. Yeah, she's the banshee. She's clearly the banshee of Sharon. Yeah, but the reason why I say it's Dominic is because he's the one screaming the entire movie. Like everybody's literally at a normal like talking volume, and here comes Dominic in here just yeah. like super loud. He is always. Screechy. Yeah, yeah. But I, mean, uh, I, I can I see what you're saying there. But you're absolutely right. She is the banshee. Um, but yeah, this is at this point when Colm throws all of his fingers, including his thumb on the door when nobody's home and like walks back end? and like yeah so walk in the street and like is i was like you should be collapsing and dying in the street from all this blood loss because you cut off all these fingers and not even bothered by it but here's the part that bothers me personally okay we directly saw Podrick and siobhan walking up the road as he left throwing the fingers the two of them still chose not to do anything about those fingers and left them just sitting there while they go fuck off for a while, I well, like. I mean, this is granted, also when when here, Siobhan will, has yes, told Siobhan Roger, just told yeah. him, "Hey, I'm leaving. I decided to take this job. I'm leaving." And it's like, so I get it. And she's like, "I'm leaving now," because for some reason, I waited until the boat was leaving in 20 minutes to tell you this. So uh, I'm packing up. I don't have time for any of this nonsense. But so while is you know, I, I can't. I can't up. blame Siobhan for being like. I'm, you know, I'm leaving. I'm actually not going to deal with the severed family. And here's in the front lawn. so, so can I tell you this though? Have a moment. So, I will. I'm very happy that Siobhan chose to leave and get out of the state she was in, which was the healthy thing. She moved, got a job, and is yeah. happy and stuff. But I was really concerned when at the bar after the, all the whiskey that Padre had, when everybody's like, "Hey, you should go get Siobhan before this gets really bad." So. Uh, Dominic runs to get her and she comes in just in time for like the sappy part of the like your drunk rage when he's like 
what's wrong with being nice? Like now it's never has to be interesting and be mean and this, that, and the other. It's like, my mom was nice and I loved her. And I remember her, my dad was nice. And I remember him and he's like, and my sister is nice. And I'll remember her for fucking ever. I was really concerned that Siobhan, cause she heard that was going to stay because she was going to yeah. stay with her brother. So she, he wasn't alone, but I'm glad that she didn't, but I was concerned that she would because of that whole speech and everything. Yeah, I mean, there, there remained a chance, but like, Man, I don't know. That there's a whole lot that could keep me tied to like th this depressing hunk of yes. shit. Yes, and then here's here. one more depressing hunk of shit though, because right before she leaves, I guess technically, you get a scene with uh, Siobhan and Dominic, where he's very stumbly trying his best to basically be like, "Hey, would you ever like want to get married or anything like that?" And she's kind of like, "You ever?" You there? Would you ever like love somebody like me? And she's like, "Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, like, no, sorry." What do you think the ages that we're looking at? I think are? that he is probably early twenties, and she is either well, late thirties, early forties. It's like, also the twenties, so like he could be eight. Like I mean, okay, that's right. it, okay <laughs> it is nice. I think he's like sixteen or so. I think he's probably yeah, sixteen or seventeen, and she's probably then like thirty-two. Yeah, like old enough to where people are like, oh, yeah, well, past it, girl. Like I don't know right, about right. you, you know, but like. Yeah. Uh, but also I keep being like thrown because Cole was talking about like, yeah, I'll die in 12 years. Now, granted, maybe in 1923, that life expectancy was like 46 years. Old. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like, that seems. But Brendan Gleeson is also one of those people that no matter what, what amount of time I look at him, he looks like he's 55 years old. Like, if, if, like there's, you could show me any picture like in Bruges, any, I can be like that ah, 55. 55 yeah. no he's 55 he's been 55 forever like it's exactly it's, it's, yeah yeah like he's we, 118 like no no right yeah you'd be like oh he looks good then but yeah, yeah so and that, this is where for me it's like that's where i think what ends up happening later does happen because dominic is like that was him just being like look oh, yeah. i'm it's my last chance and she's like no i'm sorry honey he's like well, what about when i'm your age maybe and she's like even then no and he's kind of like all right well like you know goes there goes dream. that dream yeah and then you can just like see it. he's just like I, and it's so like you say it's just like you're like laughing because it's just you feel so bad and stuff when he's just like oh, okay so now, i guess i'm just gonna go over there and do that thing i was gonna uh go do over there and it kind of like walks and he's just like oh yeah, and I, that yeah that rough. look he gives you're just like i was like no i just i knew what was happening i was like yeah. when he turns back around i was like don't don't but she leaves, and unfortunately, because Patrick lost his sister, he goes to say goodbye to her and, like, walk her to the boat and everything, and then takes his time. Like, it's the old airport in the 80s and 90s, and you're just, like, waving goodbye the whole time she's leaving. And then out of fucking nowhere, it's this fucking banshee, Mrs. McCormick's just about, like, right behind his hand. He's, like, waving by to his sister. And it's like, Jesus he, Christ. Like He doesn't go down and walk her down because he waves at her from a cliff. No, I, like... I understand. I'm saying, but yeah. I assume he walked her, like, a ways out of the house to then be on the cliff so he could see her. He wasn't like just, well then leave me. You see her. She just she just leaves. That's she waves fine. At him either way, she leaves. She's like door. deuces. But either way, uh, he does wave at her. But then yeah, Mrs. McCormick's like right there to freak you the fuck out. Just yeah. be like, death's here. Because the second, second that Padre gets home, he's just like. Why is there a trail of blood and some like weird finger stuff happening? And he's like walking around the side of that house and he's like, Why is my horse like looking the sad as fuck staring over here across yeah, the other side you of the know house? What's happening at this point? And you're right? like, 
say it ain't so. And he turns yeah. the corner and his fucking donkey died because the donkey choked on those fucking fat fingers. Like, God damn it. And it's just like fucking saddest. And you're just sitting there like, no. It's like his only friend. He's been depressed ever since Colm was like, you know, my friend. So he's like letting the donkey in the house with them and stuff like that. And he's like, the donkey's not going outside when I'm sad. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> like, you know, hey, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and just, oh my God, it was so heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, he still... kind of loses it a little bit. He not a little bit. He goes <clears throat> full Macbeth. He loses yeah. his goddamn mind. Because then he, you know, very politely buries his donkey, you yeah. know, and for Jenny, you know, puts a tombstone there and everything. And then goes directly to the pub and in front of everybody very loudly pronounces to Colm that he murdered his donkey and that he that now it's gonna be to the death that tomorrow at 2 p.m. he's gonna go to the house and he's gonna light Colm's house on fire. He's not going to check to see whether he's inside or not. He's like, but you better damn well make sure that you put your dog outside because I don't have anything wrong with your dog and I'm not killing that fucking thing. And it's like, all right, cool. Which also, by the way, it was like when he's walking to the pub to tell this, why is Mrs. Cormac's like, don't kill his dog now. It's like, bitch, if you knew that he killed the donkey, why don't you go save the fucking donkey? Like, what are we like? What? Like, that's not that's not what she's about. That's not that's not her. That's clearly, her clearly she's yeah. not. She's like she is clearly about stirring the pot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's like, all right. Yeah. But maybe Peter she said comes that in and gets his maybe, fucking block knocked off. Yeah. Hear me out though. Maybe she said that to make sure he told him to put the dog outside because she would. It's like he won't think to say that, and if the dog might be inside too. He Who knows? Either way. Yeah. yeah. The cop gets knocked out. You know, and it just walks out, and I'm just like sitting there the whole time. I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, like you could just kind of commit arson, and nothing would, like, that's not there's no there's not gonna be any comeuppance for that. Like, what? Yeah, what jail gonna, exists on this island? Yeah, like, there's nothing. You get a couple of investigators on it. Like, no, like, like it's not, it's not gonna. It's like, happen. the cop will just come beat you up a bit. What he feels like is the yeah. reasonable amount for lighting a house on fire, and then when he's done, you know, that's it. Yeah, and. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's literally exactly what happens. It's the next day, and they're all at church. And fucking Podrick's like, all right, I got to dip out a little early so I can go get this wood yeah. loaded up in this wagon and this gasoline and stuff, and I'm going to light this motherfucker's house on fire. And the part where it's real, I mean, the dog's outside, so he's like, all right, puts everything, around, all the wood, all the stuff, kerosene, everything. Then he, like, puts the dog in the cart, lights the house on fire, lights the roof on fire, then checks in the window just to make sure. And yeah, sure enough, you got Colm's just in there smoking a cigarette, chilling. Just like, yeah, my house is on fire. Yeah, yeah. How does he get out of this house? That's why all the the chairs were outside. He threw the chairs through the windows to get outside. Ah, uh, okay. That's yeah. why. Uh, but yeah, and then Podrick just bounces, just like, yeah, cool. What's up? And at this point, you start getting these fucking narrating voiceovers where you're like, this is not how this movie ends. Where it's like, uh, Siobhan's like, hey, bro. I made it. I'm safe. There's a river outside. Uh, you, there's a free bed. You should come move here because that would be great. Dominic can move into the house and have the animals and you can leave and life will be great. All problems solved, which I would like to point out. Maybe you should have said these things before you left because yeah. that might have greatly changed the entire outcome of this movie. But instead, yeah. that's not what happens. Oh, because... man, there's no way that you could have known. <laughs> exactly. I agree. Yeah. But it doesn't help. Because, yeah, yeah, then Podrick has to write back, and he's like, hey, what's up, sis? Like, no, um, I can't stay. Uh, Jenny's dead. 
So I'm very sad no, about that. He doesn't that. say that. He says, he says, oh, no, Je- Jenny, uh, I, you know, I, I've got to go. Jenny's right here, like, uh, you know. Oh, looking at me. To, yeah. 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 Saying yeah, I can't leave. You're right. Go, yeah. yeah. I just knew that she was dead. So he was like, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. He made it seem like she was still just hanging out with them. Yep. And then uh, he's like, oh, you know, unfortunately, Dominic's not going to be able to uh, take care of the animals either because, and it shows that the cop is going to murder this time definitely murder because he sees oh, that his house is on fire no he's he got, already he's, wanted got to kill him. Hand, he's got shackles in his hand so he's going to arrest him i don't think so i think he's going to kill him but either way both both you, why not both exactly he could shackle yeah. him then kill him that's, like that's yeah. not beyond this terrible cop yeah and uh but like right before he gets to the house fucking mrs mccormick's just like hanging outside fucking podrick's house like hey, come here got yeah. something for you and so the cop follows and yeah, and then Potter's like, yeah, poor Dominic, uh, he died. He slipped off the cliffs and fell into the water and drowned. And I was like, that motherfucker did not slip. Uh, mm-hmm. Not at all. And yeah, and I was like, and then yeah, you, you see the dad like all feeling sorry. It's like, no, no, no. You're the reason this happened. You don't get to be sad that your son's dead, you terrible, horrible piece of shit. Like, that's not how this works. Um, but yeah, Dominic was like, I'm not living it this life of abuse and torture anymore because i don't think he saw any other options anymore. well yeah i mean like what where is the best like case he, scenario if everything is like if your whole shit is like together and you're like socially apt it's still not gonna be good so yeah. like it, it's like it's, i think i think genuinely i his it's maybe possible that siobhan was the only single woman on the island and so yeah. when Barry was like, well, I can't marry you or be with you, and now you're leaving not, this not island. Barry. Barry is the actor. Barry's the actor's name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> Barry like, Co- yeah, this is actually. Barry Keegan. <laughs> he was playing himself. Uh, you know, no. Dominic uh, is like, oh, well, there goes that dream of having a family or ma- like being away from my dad. I think, but yeah, that he's just like. I mean, that's true. Like, we don't really, you never really get a sense of the real scale of the town. I mean, you see that it's small. But you, the largest gathering of people you see is like at the pub, and there's no, yeah, there's there's no sense of like if there's even young people. There like aren't. It, I, like the thing about when yeah. they're when they go to the pub, and all the musicians are there, and uh, Dominic's like, oh, there's women at the pub. Oh my god, there are women over there. Look, they look so good. It's like thirty five year old women. It's all like women that are around Colm and Podrick and Siobhan's age and stuff. Like even so, it's like. I don't think there are people his age. I think he might be the youngest person around because the other women in town are like the shopkeeper, you know, there aren't. I mean, during the, during the famine, um, almost all young people left Ireland Mm -hmm. because there was, you die if you stayed. Um, So, so that's, that's, I don't, that probably did something odd to the population distribution. These Uh, ages. Um, This is like, 70 years after the end of the the potato also it's an interesting little turn of phrase that we call it the potato famine when mm-hmm. what it was is the english took all the food away from like like fucked up all the food from the irish so they had nothing to eat but we just caught like oh the they didn't have any potatoes somehow they just planted them weird they planted them weird and bad so they didn't have potatoes oh who do, no harm you no know who, get, i'm gonna give you one guess as to who called it that first yeah, it was, it was fucking English. Yeah, well, it's, I think the Irish call it like the the. It's something like very like understated. It's like this. It's like a, 
they, they have lots of the, i think like world war ii is called like the struggle and like 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 i, I think that like the, the potato famine it's called like the hardship or something like that wait yeah it, it's we flipped um, those that's that's still wild but yeah poor dominic the great hunger well okay the great that's, hunger that's, that's not, i mean that still uh, has that, that still good. sounds better than you know the potato yeah. famine but Water yeah, poor Water. Dominic. Poor, at least Dominic doesn't have to suffer anymore. And so, in my head right now, I'm currently like, yeah, Podrick is utterly alone, minus his horse and the cow. And then uh, he's with the dog and just walking back to go check to make sure Colm's body is burned inside that house. And to his surprise, Colm's standing outside on the fucking beach, and he's just yeah. like, this son of a bitch did not stay in the fucking house. And so, you know, he brings the dog back. And then, you know, Colm's like, all right, so I, now we're even. You burned my house down. I killed your donkey. Like, we're good to go. Like, we're, we're done. He's like, oh, no. I told you this is to the grave. He's like, you know, and, he's, and then at this point, Colm's like, I have no concept. I This is like where I have the biggest question mark because Siobhan and Dominic have finality to their stories, okay? And their depressions. But here's the problem I have. It seems an awful lot like the roles have now just been reversed. And now all the resentment and disdain and hatred is on Podrick's side. And Colm is like, oh, I'm, like uh, I'm at peace and we could be totally cool now and I'll talk to you. I would argue that I don't think that Colm ever w- – Colm was never upset at Podrick other than being annoyed that he wasn't would listen to him. Because he says – he's like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. He's like, I don't want to be – like, it's, this is just what – and I do also don't get the sense that I mean, yes, there is like kind of like the implication that maybe there's a softening of tension between them at the end there. But like, I don't really get the sense that Colm is like, yeah, let's hang out and be buds now. Yeah, I, 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 just, I, I it's 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 odd to me, too, that like Mrs. McCormick rolls up, like picks up one of the like chairs that uh, Colm used to throw through the windows. Yeah, you sit down and watch all this take place. And. Yeah, Colm is like, oh, so we're good. And Potter's like, absolutely not. Like, this, yeah. if, we were, if you had stayed inside that house and died, we would be good. That would be the yeah. end of it. But you didn't. So, no, we're not done. You killed my yeah. fucking donkey. And he's like, dude, I'm genuinely, truly sorry about your donkey. I did not. He's like, I don't, I don't give a don't fuck. Give yeah. a fuck. <laughs> like, he's like, that yeah. means nothing to me. Yeah. And, then, uh, and yeah, Colm's like, well, we haven't heard any rifles or cannon fire for a couple days. I think the war might be over. And then Potter's just like, Nah, that should start back up again. Something should never end, right? He's like, and you're like, yeah. holy shit. Like, and then he just walks off. He's like, and then Colm's like, hey, thanks for taking care of my dog. And he's like, yeah, man, anytime. And then turns back around to leave. And I'm just like, somebody is dying. One of you two. I yeah. mean, should, clearly yeah. Colm is dying because of blood loss. Like, that man should not be alive right now. But I don't, so, like, yeah, like, I don't know how to interpret that. My, I, I, so here's what I think. Like, I do think that there is an implication here that they are going to, like maybe reestablish some sort of a relationship. Um, I don't know like what the nature of that will be, um, but I do think that that's like kind of what, or at least that there is a potential for that. Um, that that feels like something that could be taken either way. Uh, but I don't think that necessarily it's like, I still don't think they call him here as like, hell yeah. But I think that that's kind of like the, the subtle or not so subtle implication there. Do you think that... Um, uh, Podrick is just going to be arrested in like a day. No, like, I don't. Like, I think that yeah. the implication 
two things. One, I think it shows because the cop was torn up about his dead son. <laughs> I miss my dead gay son. Uh, I don't remember which movie that's from, but yeah, Miss My Dead Gay Son is definitely uh, causing him trauma and issues, which is why he didn't arrest him before. And the fact that Colm's not dead and clearly does not give a fuck that his house was burned down, yeah. I think it's going to lead to not it not. Mattering. I can see him being like, "It's fine. Like, why are you? Why are you being weird about this? No, like, it's fine." I, and I I'll be honest with you, he burned down my house. This is the part that really was blowing my mind too, because he's like, "I'm burning your house down." I was like, "Y'all live in Ireland." y'all's houses are all made of stone and they were like yeah he's like so he's like i just throw a fucking thatched roof back on the bitch and like put some wood back inside the house yeah. was still there it was just like yeah burned out all, all of your possessions are gone literally like, all yeah but except the clothes you have on but you know it, it's freeing yeah. in a sense you know what i mean you've like rebuild the um you've got to rebuild the second floor because that was all wooden but uh yeah yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but like, but the actual base is maybe you just have a really vaulted ceiling, one roof, one story. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's just like turn into yeah. Either way, it's your house is right there, you know, and uh, yeah, the movie just fucking ends, and I'm That's with it. you. Like, yeah. I, yeah. it's not. I thought this movie was fucking great. Oh yeah, but absolutely. In the in a sense, I do agree with you. Of like, it's just a character study. Or like I, yeah. like I said, a study of depression or just different people and stuff like that, which I love. It was a great movie, but it didn't have the same effects or the same belief. Like Reggie, for example, saw Banshees right before the Oscars and was like, oh, I've changed my mind entirely. Instead of having everything everywhere all at once, should win everything, I've now changed to where like, he still thought Michelle Yeoh should win for and stuff like that. But he said that he thought Banshees should win Best Picture and Reggie, it was like his, it was his favorite movie he saw. Reggie, and I was why? like, I don't probably because he just hates hot dog fingers and he was looking for oh, any okay. movie yeah. that he could say was reasonably good enough to yeah. put over it. But yeah, after watching this, it's just like I can see no offense. This movie is very good. Very good. But I can see why it got shut out at the Oscars. Same with Tar, you know, yeah. same with um Elvis. Like, yeah. Sometimes a movie can be good and not really be much else. Like this, I feel like this will be one of those movies that people bring up in 10 or 15 years and you'll be like, oh shit. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. But you don't like watch it again. You don't it's like Argo. When's the last time you watched Argo? That movie's fucking yeah. good. But when did you watch it recently? You haven't. Like for me, it felt like so like, yes, this is undeniably good. Like there's no part of this movie that I could point at as being weak. The issue for me is I left it feeling dissatisfied. Like, like, yes, there was resolution in a way, but, like, I did not get the feeling of resolution at all. And maybe that's intentional. Maybe that's kind of, like, the 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 part here. I mean, if you want to take that into, like, the idea of, like, the, the, the war analogy, I mean, like, tensions between, you know, uh, in Ireland didn't, like, stop right then. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, that's it's just I didn't feel – it felt like I, like – Again, very slice of life in that, like, there is – if there's, like, a real resolution, it, like, happened, like, later. Like, there, there there's, like – we just, like, kind of, like, got, like, a snippet. And, like, yes, a lot of important things happen in the snippet, but, like, it feels like it, it's not necessarily, like, that we were given this because this is an entire story, which it, it is. But, like, you, you, I think you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. it, no, I totally do. Of, um, yeah. It, to it's, me – It's just, like, floating. I think here's the main difference between this and Stalker which is another movie that not a lot happens in and it's like a character study and stuff like that. Yeah. 
is when you watch Stalker, there's like a gravitas that's taking place. Yes, the it's whole leaning time. into that. That you feel like the world. You feel like when they get to the, I can't remember what they call it, but when they get to like the environment, the when they get the zone, yes, when they get to the zone, <laughs> it feels completely different. Everything, like you you feel the weight of that. Yeah. While this, while Banshee's of Inishun is fucking great, it doesn't feel big. It feels literally isolated to this small little village. Like it's not, Yeah. it doesn't take it, it further for me or take it out of that. And that's just what is like, the minor difference between this and other movies that would be, you know, smaller character studies or something that don't necessarily have because like, it doesn't feel happening. like there's as much room to like kind of like you know take your own interpretations like something that's like a very kind of like more abstract artistic piece. You can kind of be like, well, you know, I feel like that this means that not that that's not something you can do here. Like you can definitely do that, but it, it's 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 much more concrete. There's mm -hmm. not like a lot of surrealist elements here. Yeah. Um, that and I look at it too with another film that I was like happy that won. Um, I'm glad Sarah Polly won for best screenplay for uh, Women Talking because when like Chris had watched that and he was just like, "Yeah, that that movie's fucking great." And that movie's small, but he was like, "It extrapolates to everything." It's one of those things where it's small and takes place like in a little religious community but you just watch that movie and you're like oh this applies to the entire world and like women in general and everything that happens and it's like much bigger than the scene that it takes place in whereas this does not feel much bigger than the scene it takes place in but with that being said i will still rate this very well i think this movie is oh, yeah. i would say probably still an eight out of ten i would give it because i don't think anybody could start watching this movie I think that you'll be involved the entire time you watch it. Like, you'll be like, wow, this looks beautiful. I'm interested in the stories. All this stuff is, you know, like, you feel the tension that's with them. But like you said, when you leave, it's just, there's not quite that that full embrace that you would want to feel. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 out of a 10. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to give this an 8.25. It's not good enough to give it an 8.5. Um, that feels like it's it's a little bit over the top, but I do think that this is like, this is like very good. It, it, it is like, like this is incredibly well done. It did not resonate for me in a way that I've, that really like felt like I took a lot away from it. Um, but uh, needless to say, like, like it, it is a great movie. I think that it, anyone should watch this. Like it's, it's very good. Um, so yeah, eight point two five. That's my official nice uh, rating. And uh, yeah, I having watched this, I will be honest. Like, I loved everything about it. But can we just also ask real quick, with the exception, in my opinion, of Colin Farrell, who is doing a lot, I didn't really feel like any of the other roles were like this groundbreaking or like fucking world blowing. So I don't necessarily get why. I think the story is why they gave Dominic and Siobhan Oscar nominations, not the actual acting. Because you could put somebody besides Barry Keegan or somebody besides Carrie Connor could have done those roles and it would have been fine. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I do think they were very well done. Um, but I do I don't necessarily but I get what you're saying. Like if those if they gave those same performances in another movie, um I think that that just has to do with like it has eyes on it because of it has already generated Oscar attention yeah. that it is like, you know, because there's many there's many things that we see that 
don't receive that same attention where people give Oscar level performances. So I think it, it's, it, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. I mean, look at the woman King until, and yeah. you know, there's lots of examples across the board, but the, uh, now that we're wrapped up with that, uh, the other thing I wanted to say is I, back to the Oscar talk. I am so happy for Michelle Yeo like, yeah. and Kike Kwan. Like there's no, honestly, I'm happy for all of the peoples. I was happy that, uh, Natu Natu or Nanu Nanu? I can't remember exactly. Uh, Natu Natu. Natu Natu, yeah. Natu, yeah. One best song, which is not the best song in that movie, but I'm glad that it's still one best song. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And so and I just want those things to be shortened. Like, I, I feel like you are starting to get a little bit more diversity amongst winners. Because I don't give a fuck about, oh, we'll give you a pity nomination. Get out of here. I, yeah. It was nice to see more diversity with some winners, women, you know, people of color, all that stuff. But I would still like to see that keep progressing. I'd like, you know, I don't think any women directors were nominated. That's bullshit. You know, let's just, let's try to actually get with the Times Academy. Yeah. If that can be a possibility. Just would love to see that happen. But thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate you staying with us this long. If you would like to follow me, Thomas Simpson, you can over on Twitter at StimpyIsKing, S-T-I-M-P-Y-I-S-K-I-N-G, no spaces. And you can also find me and my brothers, and you know you can reach out to them and tell them how shitty Reggie's opinion was about hot dog fingers, over yeah. at Stimson Ain't Easy, same location you're listening to this at. Otherwise, you know, Kel has all the other information, what we're going to be doing next week, where you can find them, so I'm going to pass it on over. Uh, great. Thank you so much for joining us. As Thomas said, we have had a wonderful time with you guys, and uh, we hope that you've had a wonderful time as well. We always want to really establish a, an environment here of, uh, you know, uh, comfort and, and sharing on an artistic level. We hope that we've done that here with you this evening. Um, we are going to be getting into something our next uh, movie. It's going to be a little bit of a not not quite as uh, you know current as our, our, our uh, this episode. We're going to be watching Arrival, 2016's Arrival, uh, which uh, you know I think that a lot of people out there are familiar with. But uh, you know, just a little a uh, little blurb. Uh, linguistics professor Louise Banks leads an elite team of investigators when gigantic spaceships touch down to twelve locations around the world. As nations teeter on the verge of global war, Banks and her crew must race against time to find a way to communicate with the extraterrestrial visitors. Hoping to unravel the mystery, she takes a chance that could threaten her life and quite possibly all of mankind. So please, between now and next, watch the movie. Uh, that way you can, you know, bring uh, bring that knowledge with you if you haven't seen it already. Uh, or if you would like to. You can reach out to us on uh, social media. You can reach out to us on Twitter at ObserveCast. You can reach out to us on Instagram at Unqualified Observers. You can also email us at UnqualifiedObservers at gmail.com. All these are a great way to get in touch with us. If you want to send us like, hey, you know, I watched uh, Arrival and I have uh, this question about it. Do you think that maybe this, uh, that the, that the big nasty alien things are uh, it's supposed to be stand-ins for you know uh, pictures of my father or like what what are, what 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 may have you. Um, then uh, that's a great way to do that. Uh, you can also just say you know you can watch Arrival. It's I think it's just on like Amazon, YouTube. Uh, it's on the not places. Like a lot of it, there's on it's on places, but that that's that's the thing. It's also I mean like most people I feel like yeah I've heard this. I don't know 
I know it was on HBO a while ago. I don't know if it is. I don't think it currently. currently. I'm not seeing it being on there. Right um, but you know, it's a good movie, so please yeah. watch it and feel free. You had like yeah. four or five years to watch yeah. it, so if not for us, for you, watch it. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. If you would like to reach out for to me for whatever reason, you may do so on all social media platforms at Cool Gollum, uh, except Twitter, where I am at Cool underscore Gollum. You know, holla. We'll 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 chat about you know this that the other all of your uh, all of your cinematic theories and qualms and queries and uh, you know all that jam. All right, fuck. So the 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 spirit of uh, daylight savings time has ripped away my soul. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have us get out of here before I just turn into dust in my seat. So. Until next time, I'm Kellum. And I'm Thomas. And we don't know anything.